0: Epiphany means manifestation. It means being shown forth. And our last hymn is a good example of this theme. Manifested by the star to the sages from afar. And Epiphany has to do quite connectedly with the Gentiles. So the sages from afar were not Jews. There were wise men and or kings from the eastern world, and they had come, they had followed the star to find the young king. They found the branch of royal David's stem in his birth at Bethlehem. Manifest at Jordan's stream, prophet, priest, king supreme, and at Cana, wedding guest, in thy Godhead manifest. This is bringing up some of the themes of our epistle lesson with St. Paul. Manifest in power divine, changing water into wine. Manifest in making whole, palsied limbs and fainting soul. That goes back to um, a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember the exact date. But John Baptist sends his disciples to ask Jesus, Are you the one? Are we waiting for someone else? And Jesus says, What do you see? You see... Lame men walking, blind men seeing, deaf men hearing. And it's a quote out of Isaiah that says, yeah, the the Christ, the Messiah will do these things. And he says, you go tell John what you see. In other words, I'm here, it's now, the kingdom is here. Manifest uh, in quelling all the devil's might. At the cross, Christ conquers Satan and death, and sin. Just when the world thinks he's done, when he's lost, he defeats the enemy. Manifest in gracious will, ever bringing good from ill. It is an amazing theme. It is an amazing reality. And in our, probably in most of our minds, it's really just a part of the christmas story but it's a new season it's a new season where we talk about manifestation where we talk about christ being shown to be the holy one of israel being shown to be the second person of the godhead and you know we don't have a huge crowd tonight thank you for coming by the way but we do have an important feast day to mark we do have an important reality to understand in our hearts and minds, yet again, for another year, so that we might be manifest ourselves as little Christs, that we might manifest forth the glory of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, but particularly that we might manifest forth Jesus in our words, in our actions, in our own graciousness, and our selflessness. It's like, well, stop saying that. We don't want to get too far down this road. O God, who by the leading of a star didst manifest thy only begotten Son to the Gentiles. So there we see that theme, manifestation and Gentiles. The, The wise men are the prefigurements of you and I, unless you have Jewish blood I'm not aware of that we too are part of God's kingdom, that he came not just for the Jews, but for the whole world. And the the wise men at the very beginning show this. They're kind of like this little promise to us in a, uh, I guess, in an image of seeing the wise men. We say, God... Grant that we who know thee now by faith may, after we're done with this life, have the fruition of thy glorious Godhead. That we might be a part of the covenant people of God now and in the future. The now part is the part that we're working on now. Now, do we do it of our own power? No. Do we do it by the mercy of God? Yes. Do we do it by the grace of God? Yes. But is there something for us to do? Yes, we have to choose daily to repent, to seek the mercy of God, to seek his forgiveness, to move forward in his grace. Do we have something to do? You bet. We have selfless acts to do, acts of charity and mercy towards our neighbors. We have the object of showing forth Christ, which is a daily task In our lives, which means, yes, not sinning by omission, but also not sinning by commission. It means by being gracious in our attitude, our stature, if you will, but also being gracious in actual acts of love, of selflessness. The wise men come from the East. The the sages from Jerusalem say, oh, it's going to be Bethlehem. And Bethlehem means house of bread. The bread of the world came into the world in a place called bread in Bethlehem. And so when we are being faithful, when we are seeking to be little Christ, to manifest forth Christ, we know it's not of our own power, so we have to come to the mercy seat of God Ask for the grace in word. We hear the reading of the word every time we're together for service and in sacrament. And every Sunday and every feast day, maybe not without fail, you've only got one priest, but we are here regularly to feast at God's table and to offer ourselves oblations, whole burnt sacrifices, so to speak. Our souls, our bodies, our minds, our hearts, our time, our things, all of this is God's. And so we offer to him every time we come to his table. And so we we sacrifice ourselves, if you will, on that altar, just as Christ Christ sacrifices himself on the altar in heaven at his crucifixion. And so we offer up ourselves in and through Christ, because that's the only way it can work. And then we receive the grace of God In and through Christ, it's the only way it can work. Through faith, we have to come in faith. And through the form of bread and wine. Yes, it's still bread and wine even after consecration. But it's also Jesus. It's all of him. It's all of his humanity, his divinity, his ministry, his passion, his death, his burial, his resurrection, and his ascension. We receive Jesus and are gifted with Jesus with the strength to be Like Jesus. You ever wonder why the world's such a mess today? A lot of bad ideas over the last couple, 300 years. And also, the fact that the church has let the world go this direction. Yeah, our community kind of thinks, oh, that's funny, there's a bunch of cars there on Friday night, what's going on? Well, I don't really care. That's often the response What's going on is that we're taking seriously the Word of God, the grace of God, the sacramental life of God, the liturgy that the church was given by the Old Covenant Church, by God, and by the the incarnation of Jesus, which makes all things new. So we're here taking seriously these things so that we can impact our neighbors, We can impact our community. So we can say, you know what? This road we've been going down. I'm sorry that the church hasn't spoken more loudly. We're going to speak now. This is a bad road. You need the love of Jesus. You need the healing of Jesus. Is it easy? No. Does it take a lot of hard work? Yes. And so we are called to be that message to the world. Now, we can shout, Jesus, 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 that's not a lot of help. Or we can say, hey, in this situation, here's a a better model. Here's the biblical answer to this, or at least a biblical answer, or something to think about. Because at some level, a lot of the younger people today, they don't give a rip about the Bible. They don't believe it. It's not important to them. It has no authority. So now we have to go out there and be Jesus in love and in deed and sometimes just speaking the truth and letting it lie there because saying, oh, the Bible says, who cares is the answer to, of many of our young people. Now we know it's important and we want to own it and we want to speak it, but sometimes we have to think about how we're saying it and what we're going to do to get it across. So I commend to all of us manifestation. The Gentile world, the whole world, and the Jews need Jesus. Let us bring it to them in love and in grace. Come to the table, participate, be strengthened, go out into the world to be Jesus. Amen.